I just remember like being in high school and watching Blue Mountain State, like that TV show, which they're also oh, they're that's... also doing a reboot of. But going into college, I'm like, I hope college is like Blue Mountain State. Like this is going to be sick. And yeah. UCSD was no Blue Mountain State. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, Jesus. That should be interesting. How are they expected to reboot that? Like, they can't all be in college anymore. They look way too old. They are old. Like, like the guy Even Thad? The guy that plays Thad. What's his name? I don't know his actual name. Alan something? I have no idea. it's Alan something. He's like fucking... We were talking about taking creatine. That guy's been taking some wink-wink creatine for sure. Yo, Nick, are you down? I don't know, Lucas. I'm not not down. Are you down? Not not down. Happy Monday, Lucas. How are we doing? Recording on a Monday. Recording on Mondays are never fun. Yeah. I... uh, my energy levels on Mondays, as I've mentioned before, are low. They're definitely low. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you just got to record on a Monday. Just got to do it. The other thing is that the best the best news story I saw from, like, the past weekend was Joe Biden tells people that the key to a happy marriage is good sex. And that was not something I needed to read. <laughs> Why is he saying that? Uh, I mean, the way that the, I clicked on the article is obviously like that's weird and creepy, but I'm going to click on it to see what exactly is going on up in the White House. Uh, but that's just like the advice that he gives people when they ask, like, what's the key to a, a happy marriage since he's been married for like at least a thousand years? And uh, yeah, that's, so that's his answer. It sounds like a, a real funny dad joke, but, you know, good for him. <laughs> Very, very interesting. Yeah. I, um, I bet that polls well. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. might as well give it a try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe like the more conservative uh well the conservative part of the country already isn't voting for him. So you know what? I feel like that's just kind of a win win. All right. Well, yeah, to be honest, I don't have much either. But I am seeing we didn't really talk about Beyonce coming out with a country album. Oh uh, yeah, I guess that's that's hot in the streets right now. I see every TikTok doing uh, her Texas Hold'em, uh, doing a dance to her Texas Hold'em song. Okay, um, what do you think of Beyonce coming out with a country album? I haven't seen the TikToks. I've heard the song, like that Texas Hold'em, like it's it's popped up on my like you know like Friday um, Friday music. Since yeah, I listen to a lot of country music. I think it's good. Great song. I like um, it. I like it. Yeah, it's a great song. It sounds it's catchy. Awesome. Yeah, it was like the meme I saw is that Beyonce is just doing like side quests at this point because I think she she broke some kind of record of uh, first black artist or something or black woman artist to be number one on on some kind of charts or something like that. So yeah, like Billboard or something. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> one, one of those. Um, but mm-hmm. I, like the way that like the headline was written was that it, it like they somehow like made it like super niche. Um, like they added a whole bunch of like additional adjectives. Like she's not just number one on the Billboard 100. It's like based on these like ten things. But um, it's a good song. Oh, got it. 
it's, no, it's a great song. Yeah, it's a great song. I, I, I Texas, are there multiple or is it just one? Because I've only heard like the, I've only heard one. Oh, apparently. Oh, I think there's another one. There's two that were released so far, but it's going to be of a whole album. Oh well, that album's probably going to rock. Um, it's a whole country album. Yeah, I know. Like, like, the, but these are just two songs that are that she released. One is sixty. There's Texas Hold'em, and then one's like sixty love. I don't know. So it's sixty something. Well, I hope she's at Stagecoach next year. That'd be pretty cool. Um, <laughs> yeah i i mean honestly like because i i feel like she's got like big concerts like it's a it's a big performance and i mean i like country music i i don't dislike her other music but i wouldn't yeah go to a beyonce concert but if it's like country beyonce concert i'd be like yeah that sounds interesting uh, i mean she's already performed at coachella when coachella was at its peak yeah i think she's above I think she's above performing at Stagecoach, you know. Yeah, I, okay, I, I believe she's also done like Super Bowl too. Like she's reached pinnacle. She's done the Super Bowl. Of, she's done Coachella. She's done Grammy. Like she's done like literally everything. Anything and everything. So yeah, so I side quest. I don't know if performing at Stagecoach is in her in her future, but I mean, good I for know. her. I, I almost feel like an artist of that caliber just like you know gets bored. She's like, you know, like what else can I do? Like. Let's just yeah. let's break all the same records, but like in a completely different genre than I've been putting mm-hmm. music out in. So good for her. Maybe wouldn't it be crazy if Taylor Swift did the same thing and released a country song? Wouldn't that be wild? The thing is, is Taylor Swift started out as a country singer. That's so the joke. I'm making a joke. It would be, it would be like <laughs> Taylor Swift like coming out with like a hip hop or like. Oh. Some type of a hip hop album I feel or like, like that R&B would, or something. That would be. I feel like it'd be better if Taylor Swift just drops like a, a screamo rock song. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, that would be very, very, very interesting. Well, same thing with Beyonce. I mean, I feel like if she's just going to go around and like just break records in every single genre, she's she's got to do that too. She's got to do like a collaboration with like <clears throat> Slipknot or something. Oh, Twenty One Savage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Little Uzi Vert. Well, yeah. Also, did did you listen to Little Uzi Vert's last album? Absolutely. I am like I'm the worst at following when new singles are dropped or new mixtapes. Like I was never good at following uh, when mixtapes were dropped or singles or this or that. Like I was never. I was just never good at that. Yeah, this is old news. I but he released new music somewhat recently, and I think it had. Isn't like, he always releasing new music? I feel like he's always releasing new music. I don't know. I just know that like he started getting into some like really weird stuff. Like he surgically implanted like a diamond into his forehead, um, <laughs> and was doing some stuff like that. So he he seemed like kind of an oddball, but. He released, I think, some like kind of rock ish music, where it's like little Uzi hmm. Vert, but it's like like guitars and stuff in the back. So interesting. I remember listening to that, being like, "Oh, this is this is kind of weird," but oh well. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing, and I feel like we've kind of maybe someone mentioned it in our group chat, but have you been watching the latest season of Love Is Blind? yes okay. i have actually we could talk that's something we could talk about okay. i'm fully i'm i'm fully caught up okay so i'm not fully caught up i think i'm like what what episode are they on right now i think they've been releasing f- six at a time 
Okay. So I'm, I'm up to maybe the- they did six and then they did four or something. I don't know. Okay. I'm not totally sure, but it's like Hannah's been watching it and I've been kind of like watching her watch it. So I'm, f- I'm following yeah. the overall story. Oh, I'm like, hooked. Close, close I'm hooked. Um, I, I've never seen the show before. I understand the concept of it, but there's several things about it that are really different from every other one of these dating reality shows I've ever seen. And like the contestants themselves seem different. It's because the, they, they get everyday people. Like they, they really go for everyday people. They don't necessarily go for like, who can, who is going to become an influencer, like other dating shows and other, like the bachelor bachelorette, like love, uh, too hot to handle, like love Island, all those other shows go for people that the producer or casting producers can actually see become like a star or become like, uh, an Instagram, like an influencer or something like that. Whereas love is blind. They really just cast like your everyday person. They don't like some of these people like kind of look like duds like on a on a on a visual level. Like I don't know if they really have like the physical. Not all of them necessarily have like the physical attraction. Uh, if that makes sense. Okay, so like my take on it, and I, I kind of agree with you. It's like the way that I've like it, like looking at all the contestants is all of them look a lot like everyday people they're nice looking everyday people like i don't think any of them are like oh my goodness they brought the hunchback of notre dame onto the show and are matching them up with some like you know normal lady like everyone is nice but they're just just, i would say they're average i would say the majority of them are average numbers they're like not gonna lie they're like sixes and sevens like across the board like maybe some like are a little bit higher like but i would say on average they're in like the mid mid level numbers okay but i think that the producers did that intentionally where everyone is more or less the same playing field but it's similar to the bachelor like on the bachelor like you all have all these like you know influencer looking people and like they're all on the same playing field um yeah so it's there i guess the thing that i'm getting is that you know what I think it's producers, and I'm going to let you, sorry, I'm going to pull a Kanye West. I'm going to let you finish, but one second. I think they do that. Like, they have some, like, more attractive people, but then, like, they have, like, less attractive people, but with great personalities. So that when they match, that's where, like, the love is blind really plays a part. It's like, uh oh, I might have matched with this person who's, like, who is a great talker great communicator all this but then it's like ooh, now i see what they look like yeah i i i agree with that i just feel like the way that they've done it is like the like there's almost like a little bit of a like social contract between the contestants and the producers that everyone is pretty much on the same playing field like at least this is the only season i've seen but it's not like you have like like i said before like the hunchback of Notre dame like someone who is like yeah Really, really unattractive matching up with someone who is like, you know, like a, a fitness model or something like they, they're, they're kind of on that same playing field. And I'm wondering if the contestants going into it, like knew that and they're like, okay, we're dating based on personality, but I know that, you know, like I, they're not going to match me up with 
some, you know, with someone wildly different than how I am. Producers don't choose who they match it with. No, no, but but, but the producers pick the pool of people, you know? Like, do, do well, you see what I'm saying? I mean, they, yeah, correct. Well, first of all, each season, and I actually just found this out, I had no idea, but each season they cast in a specific major city. So, yeah, yeah. So, for instance, last season was Seattle. <laughs> yeah. uh, one of the previous seasons was like Chicago, and then one of the pre, and then I forgot what some of the other ones were. But I, this season is supposed to be. Do you know what this season is supposed to be? No, I'm not sure. I was trying to figure it out because some of them have like a little bit Hold of on. an accent. I think it's like somewhere Midwest, South, like middle of the country. I want to say it's like Boston or something. <clears throat> season six is a new group, Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, so that, that, that makes off. okay. I, I knew it was like South because like a couple. Previously, of them season five was Houston. Season four was Seattle. Season three was Dallas. So did they just not say two or one? I mean, maybe maybe they changed the format because six seasons is kind of a lot. Maybe they figured out that like. It wasn't, they don't want people to like, like, they figured out that people weren't willing to relocate. Yeah, that might have been it. That or it was easier just to do it in a city. Honestly, I feel like that makes it easier too. Like, if you get people from the same, like, geographic area, like, I would say they probably have a tendency to have, like, similar type of interests you know, or like similar type of job. So you don't have this thing where they're talking about like, are you going to move your job or like, are you going to quit your job and move to me or like vice versa? Where like Mm -hmm. when they're done with the show, like they go home and like they're in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't find two or one, but yeah, now they're in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. But, um, I guess the, the only like really shocking, I guess, reaction that I thought of is there was one dude who he was the one who chose the the girl that claimed to look like Megan Fox, and then yeah. and then in like the the post reveal interview, he was like, yeah, when I saw her, she kind of misled me a little bit about her appearance, but you know, I can work with that. And when he yeah. said that, I started busting out laughing, and I was like, turned to Hannah, I'm like. How would you feel if I told my friends I can work with that after meeting you? And she's like, I would kill you. And I'm like, how does, as the person, like, as that girl, like, or the guy, like, how could you say that to the camera and not expect, like, the thing is, he says it to the camera, but not to her. But he does hint at, like, almost saying, like, almost saying that. Because he brought it up to her once that you don't look like Megan Fox. Like, he pretty much said that once. And then, like, in, he said it in, like, the nicest way possible. And then you think, it's like, whenever they have conversations or they meet friends or the, or this or that, you think he's just about to say it again, but doesn't. And it's like, oh, my God, can this guy be any more obvious that he's clearly not okay with her looks or not like or did not envision how she looked you know i think it is apparent that he was disappointed 
And I guess yes. that is the one aspect of the show that you don't have on any other reality show that although I think the beginning part was super, super cringy for like a lot of mm-hmm. different reasons, that aspect of you know something that's like in the head of some of the contestants mm-hmm. that like isn't out there, like I actually think is genius and I think it's hilarious. It's it's hilarious and like dealing with that dynamic is yeah. really, really funny. Is really, really funny. Yeah. And so where and then it's for I'm actually caught up and so it's like about to be really good because it leaves off um because they're releasing like bundles of episodes in yeah. segments. So they have I I believe it's only one more one third last segment and then they're just releasing them all. And right when they ended this one, they had a one of the couples having a deep conversation and then the girl uh the girl uh is pissed because the guy stayed out until 5 a.m and she tracked his location and it showed that he was in the same city in the same area as this other girl from the show that he was debating between that he was going to couple up with instead of this girl and he lied and said he was just in the parking lot of like lost and found having a conversation with her because he said they had like on an unfinished unfinished business or unfinished conversation and because he thought she was asleep not checking his location and then at the end she reveals no she woke up at 5 a.m and saw exactly where he was and then like they just end the conversation so Oh, you don't know, like, it, wait, is, you know, she caught him in a lie and they are potentially about to just call off the wedding or whatever. Okay. That's, that's interesting. Did, did, wait, does it say like which couple it was? Yeah, I know it was, it was the blonde. I don't know their names. It was a blonde and, um, was it the, the, was it the guy with the, the cross tattoo on his arm? Oh, let me look up their names. Hold on. Fuck, because I, I, okay, I, not, I don't know a single one of them. It was names. a white guy and a white girl, and then the girl was blonde. She's a, like, she's pretty attractive. It's a good looking couple. I think there's only one um, if, blonde lady, right? Yeah. So, okay, I think lady. She's like, now at this point, they're like a year or two above, <laughs> older than us. Oh, yeah, good, good fucking point. That was the other thing. All these people are like, by and large, older too. There's, there's like a, there's, yeah, they're all they're, around they're, our yeah, age. Yeah, there's, there's a 27-year-old couple. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I can't start like, calling 30-year-old people like old man or old lady because that's me now. <laughs> Is a 30-year-old a lady? I mean, she's a lady, but like yes. when you hear lady, you think of like 40 or 50-year-old. I think a 30-year-old woman is a lady. Really? What? What? What else? <laughs> well, they're not a girl. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's a. I don't know. Maybe just me. Okay, so looking at the names. Okay, these are way too many people. They gave you the entire cast. So I'm thinking of Laura. Hang on. She's 34, so she is kind of a lady. Laura. Okay, Laura, and then wait. Does it say who they're matched? up with is it no not i don't think his name is drake oh laura and jeremy 
just go farther down the scroll. Oh my god. I don't even recognize some of these guys. Fucking Jimmy. Jimmy's the guy. I can I could deal with that. I can work with this. Yeah, that's Jimmy. It's like, all right, Jimmy, let's cool it there. Wait, what guy was I looking for again? Jeremy? Oh, Jeremy. oh okay. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. Also, there's a guy who's a middle school principal, and he's 26 years old. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I was like, wait, whoa, that's interesting. How do you become a middle school principal at the age of 26? All my principals from elementary school to high school were, like, super old. Yeah, they were, like, at least 50. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was a good question. I remember seeing that too and be like, huh? Like, what? Like, 26. Like, you've only been out of school for four, five years, maybe? Chelsea, Chelsea was the girl who called herself Megan Fox. Yeah, so yeah. Apparently, she's been receiving a lot of heat online. And she's with Jimmy. And Jimmy now kind of wishes he was with Jessica. I don't recognize all. Did they, like, did a lot of no, people, like, go they, home? They put... No, yeah, they put like the entire cast, like everyone who went to the pods. Okay. On this list. Cuz I don't I don't know how any of these people. Maybe they just didn't give some of these people like screen time. Well, cuz at the bottom they show the 1 2 3 4 5 five couples. Oh shit. Hang on. I didn't get that far. Let me scroll down. Did you just go all the way to the bottom? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we got it's Amy and Johnny. Amy and Johnny. Okay. Brittany and Kenneth, Amber and Clay, Laura and Jeremy, Chelsea and Jimmy. Wait, so who was Jeremy debating between Laura and who else? Jeremy was debating between Laura. Oh, so the one where he apparently went to go cheat. The parking lot conversation. Is, that is one of the girls at the top. Sarah Ann. Oh, God. Uh, I don't really remember her. Oh, well. Yeah, because she didn't end up in a couple. Yeah, bummer. But, and then coming up, so all these people are like kind of regretting they wish they chose someone else. Now the fucking producers are about to send them all to the same party. And they're all going to be at the same. And this is after this whole cheating thing happened. This is after all these arguments are happening. And like the truth is coming out. And so they're about to put them all pretty much on one in one scene to watch shit go down. I mean, <laughs> from a producer standpoint, like that makes a lot of sense. The other thing that I actually it's think, genius, the, it's genius. The other thing that I actually think is good about this, like about this dating show compared to say like Bachelor, is it puts couples in a stressful situation and they can assess how yeah. the other person reacts to a bad situation. Because like one of mm-hmm. I think the one of the things I think they should add to the Bachelor and the Bachelorette is the couple mm-hmm. are on a date and something goes wrong. And you can see how the other person reacts to it. Like, I almost yeah. feel like one of the, like, you know how they have, like, a hometown date? They should mm-hmm. have everyone go on a delayed flight date where everyone has to yeah. be in a situation where they're at a packed airport. Yeah. And they have to deal with 
one of like screaming kids like an airplane uh you're stuck on the tarmac for for three hours and then your flight gets canceled and then see how the other person reacts to it or like a really really rude waiter yeah or like for instance uh the the bachelor bachelorette like they have to fly to long ass flights to these uh destination places like uh i don't know thailand or wherever they send these people put put get a camera on the flight watch them like uh sleep deprive or watch yeah. like you're never where you're exhausted you know getting off a plane and like sure they put like the bachelor the bachelorette first class and then the gr- the girls or the guys are all flying together like watch their inter. i want to see their interaction like uh next are they sitting next to each other do they have to separate themselves on the flight like are they nice traveling together um like how do they act till uh like two service people like when they're out on these dates like it's just so unrealistic going on like a date walking around paris and then at the end of the night you have to handle a dinner it's like okay well but if you're in a real relationship like you're gonna deal with these annoying situations in between Mm. these you know fantasy getaways like that's what people want to see and like like from a producer standpoint like you you want to see them be on a delayed flight and have like one of the contestants like flip out on a flight attendant. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand. Yeah. Like th- these people, they're not all like peaches in sunshine 24, 24 seven. Same with the bachelor, the bachelorette. They're not like always going to be happy go lucky. Like, you know, trying to like, you know, run the show. They're going to get frustrated. They're going to get tired. Yeah. They're going to get like, you know, hungry bloated like they're gonna what if they get sick seasick or they travel and they're not doing what like all these things i'm surprised the like the bachelor franchise hasn't updated to like because every other almost every other tv show is like doing this more often i think it's called like breaking the third wall where they're showing like more behind the scenes they're showing like um you know what is really going like they're not really they're more realizing the audience is aware that these people are filming a show so let's be real and let's like you know show like the real stuff and what they really have to go through yeah like drop them on a costco on a saturday afternoon when neither of them have had lunch and tell them to get a whole list of things and see how they deal with that situation because if if the bachelor like flips out and starts yelling at some some mom shopping for their family in the produce aisle i think the bachelorette should know what they're getting themselves into yeah i think the bachelor and bachelorette they're too they're too taken care of they're too pampered too pampered yeah Break that third wall. Get into an argument in an Ikea. That's what they need to do. They need to really... Yeah, if they really want to be the Bachelor Bachelorette, well, they got to prove it. Yeah, no, no, put together Ikea furniture together. See who cracks first. (laughs) Exactly. Who's going to do less of the work? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, well, that'll be the next big thing. But hopefully they introduce that somewhere along the lines of either Bachelor That's why I never... That's pretty much why I never got into that those shows is because it's so fake, it's so produced, like yeah, it's so not not realistic. I like real. I mean, every show is produced up uh, like to a point, but it's the Bachelor, 
that those shows overdo it. It just sometimes gets a little bit stupid when all you see them do is go on the like the fantasy dates, like in like I said, like in walking around Paris. Like the fuck, like who yeah. does that on a second date? Yeah, I mean, let's watch them life. try to. Let's watch them try to split a check or see who's <laughs> yeah. going to offer to pay. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, we had this great candlelit dinner. By the way, the bill's like $4,000. How do you? How should we handle this thing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that'll get spicy real quick. Yeah. All right, so let's see. What else? For our empty-ass week where I nothing know. happened. This is, this is a bad week. I can quickly just mention I got I did get another tattoo. You already know that. Yeah, we won't we won't we won't discuss this like we we know, did. Yeah, we, we did thirty minutes on tattoos last week. We did thirty <laughs> minutes on tattoos. Granted, MGK was a huge chunk of that. Yeah, but I will say the majority of the reason why I did quickly just get another tattoo out of the way is because the healing process is like at least two weeks, and I didn't want to have to like have this one tattoo wait two weeks like put my workouts my swimming routine everything to a halt to then a month or two from now get another tattoo and have to do it all again like yeah i figured not get two really quickly now knock it you know knock them out in uh in the similar time frame so that they can heal at the same time and then i can uh two weeks from now i'll be back to my normal routine and won't have to yeah that makes sense. Oh well, it turned out yeah. good. You went to a different person this time. It looked like I went to a, diff- a completely different uh, parlor or not like tattoo shop or whatever. This one was in the Third Street Promenade. Their tattoos are like real, like art, art. Like mm-hmm. you can really get like whatever you want done, whether you want realistic or not so realistic. Um, and then you, with them, you can you know with any tattoo shop, you could tell them your budget or your price range, but. Um, this one definitely like kind of like caters more to your your needs and wants. Um, so yeah. I liked it better. That or I didn't sense. I didn't necessarily like it better. It was just different, and which is like I wanted them to be different anyway. So I mean, if you're going for different, like I guess you, you want to go to the specialist for like whatever it is you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That totally makes sense. Um, another thing that was like kind of a bummer is. This is about our school. So, like, we went to UC San Diego and we saw that they posted over the weekend that they're, like, in number one place in the conference. And I got really Mm -hmm. excited because I'm like, oh, my God, I know that the winner of every conference gets an automatic bid to go to the NCAA March Madness tournament. And Mm -hmm. when we were in school, the athletics at UCSD were terrible. Like, we don't have a football team. We were like D two or D three, something like that. Like no one mm-hmm. went to any of the any of the sports games. Like you'd go to yeah. a, a basketball game, there'd be like moms and dads, and like that's it. It, it literally looked like mm-hmm. uh, a high school JV basketball game. We went. I think we went like one night a year. Once a year, yeah, because there was some kind of incentive. and that was because it was like Spirit Week, yeah, and it was like yeah. home. It was like homecoming slash Spirit Week or something. So it was a very special occasion. It was it was once a year they filled the gym. Every other game was just like parents and like the yeah. girlfriends of the basketball players. But um, mm-hmm. anyhow, so they're like poised to win. But there's this stupid rule where when you change divisions or conferences or something and we like went d1 
right after we graduated, you can't go mm-hmm. to the the big tournament for four years. So that kind of sucks, but it makes me hopeful that like next year, if they do really good again, like we can do like a viewing party. And yeah, but it sucks for the it sucks for the graduating seniors yeah, that won't get suck. to experience that. Yeah. Like, what kind of rule is this? It's stupid. you have to wait. What you should automatic like first year you get accepted to D one. That's the point of being accepted to D one is you now you should be eligible to compete with other D one schools if you you know are up to that caliber yep. of whatever sport it is the thing that doesn't make sense is like if you go from d2 to d1 like naturally you would not be good off the jump because you have d2 players moving into d1 like a higher level of competition so like i don't understand why they penalize a team that like moves Mm -hmm. up a ranking like i would maybe understand if you move down a ranking but like that that just doesn't make sense to me but it's it's totally stupid the thing i'm excited about is like being in seattle everyone went to like u-dub that i work with and u-dub mm-hmm. obviously went to the college um national uh championship game uh their mm-hmm. their basketball team's really good they you know like all these people have this school spirit and stuff and I think, Lucas, you can agree, we don't have any school spirit. So it would be nice to have at least a little bit. True. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm like. I'm hoping for school spirit. Like, TBD, we'll see you next year. TBD, hopefully next year. Yeah. <sighs> I'll have to, like, buy um, I'll have to buy a, a shirt or something. I don't, I don't have any UCSD stuff left other than my diploma no. that's just sitting in my closet. Uh, or no, not my diploma, not my, my graduate degree, my actual degree that's framed. Yeah. No, um, I have mine framed too, but it's like sitting underneath a pile of t-shirts in my closet. No, mine's actually hung up in Are my you room. Hung yourself? Oh, Lucas. That's He's right. college educated. <laughs> I'm college educated. College ed- that and I, um, I have my CPA degree just sitting in a, in a, a, a folder. <laughs> I, I need to find a place to put these things. Well, if you get an office, once you, I think once you get like a like a home office or like an office in your uh, where you work, yeah. that's where you that's where you tend to yeah. you know hang stuff up like that. I'll put up. This is a this is a bummer, but uh, like in in California, the CPA license they send you it, and it's fucking huge. It's like three feet by three feet the thing's gigantic it's like it's like bigger than like a poster board but then here in washington it's a normal like nine and a half by 11 like just sheet of printer paper (laughs) so it's just this little dinky thing it it was nice because you'd walk into like the partner offices in san diego and they'd have just this big huge honking cpa license on the wall yeah and then i moved to washington and that's no longer a thing um, I mean, to be honest, it took me a while to hang up my degree. So yeah, I don't blame it. It takes some time. It's it's a process. You gotta yeah. get a frame, then you gotta fi- figure out. You gotta you know get a stud finder. You know, <laughs> put the nail in the wall. It's a lot of work. A lot of it's stuff a lot of to work. do. Yeah. Okay. So that actually kind of reminds you of this other thing that I'm dealing with. Um, so our lease is up in a couple of months, and we're looking at new mm-hmm. apartments. And since mm-hmm. we already know that we're going to be leaving. Every little thing about our current apartment has just annoyed me like more and more and more. Like, mm-hmm. like over the weekend, uh, the, the fucking dishwasher had a problem. And I'm like, I hate this dishwasher so much, even though it was a super mm-hmm. easy little fix. 
I just get like yeah. irrationally mad at it because I'm so ready to go. And like today, mm. I was cleaning up the stove, and there's like a little crack in between like the counter and the the stove top. And as I'm mm-hmm. cleaning, I'm like, why am I taking so much time to clean off these crumbs when I can just push them into the little crack? Because I'm not. It's not going to be in my apartment in a couple of months. I'm like, I could just do that. And I Gross. didn't. I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't disgusting, but oh, so you didn't do it? No, I didn't do it. But I was thinking about it because I'm like, oh, okay, not gonna be my apartment too much longer. Might as well just uh, yeah. dirty it on up. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. So it, I, honestly, if if I was leaving somewhere, I'd probably do the same thing. It's just like whenever you get to the end of something, like whether it be like a lease or like you're almost due to get like a new phone or you know. Whatever it is, like as soon as you know that the mm-hmm. end is near, like everything about it becomes ten times more annoying, and you just got to grit your teeth and, and deal with it. Like knowing something's yeah. ending makes whatever it is way worse. Or like knowing that you're going to leave a job soon. Like those last two weeks mm-hmm. suck. Oh, the last two weeks of an of a uh, of a job, you're just like, oof, I don't want to do anything, or or oh, I don't care if I you know rush to finish this because I'm leaving anyway. Yeah, and you just um, leave like some dog shit work for the next person to have to deal with, and, and that's mm-hmm. pretty much what I'm doing in my apartment. I'm just leaving some dog shit for someone else to deal with. Leaving some dog shit, exactly. Um. Speaking of dog shit, wait, did you want to talk about um, the, your... Uh, oh, no. I, I can't yet because it's <laughs> it's something that I'm actually like, it's going to be a, it could potentially be a thing. We'll see. We'll see how, we'll see how it goes. Could. All right. So maybe you'll, you'll, it, you'll once, discuss it. Like once it's like case closed, I'll bring it up because I think it is a good, it's a good conversation, but yeah, cut I this, agree. Cut this I part. Agree. Um, all right. I guess one, do we have any other, anything quick that we could just end on? Oh, they're doing a remake of, uh, American Psycho. Oh, really? Speaking of, they're also doing a remake of Project X. Oh, yeah. No, dude, I never saw the original. Like, I, cause it came out when we were in high school and I remember like people always talking about it. Like, yeah, we're going to throw a Project X party, like this and that, this and that. And like I'd seen yeah. the trailer, but I never saw the actual movie. So like I don't even I saw, know the plot. I saw the actual movie. It was bomb. Uh, I think I saw it like twice because of how good it was. And like same, it was like wait, was it was it throwing, was it like a good movie or was it just really cool because you were in high school and you had this fantasy of throwing a crazy party? I think it was obviously like you're in high school and like the thought of like a Project X party like. We, I had had, like, there were parties that were obviously, like, big and a lot of fun. Nothing, obviously, to Project X, where, like, a house is getting destroyed. There's, things are getting caught on fire. Things are breaking. Like, there were parties where cops showed up and, you know, stuff like that. Or where there was just too many people, uh, like, that people were getting kicked out or, you know, not let in or whatever. But... Nothing to the degree of Project X. That was like, I think the thought of having that big of a party sounds great, but in reality, it's probably a huge nightmare. Like, I would, this kid in the movie should, like, is screwed for the, because of everything that goes on at this party. Like, he's 
screwed for the rest of his life. So, but I, from what I hear, the sequel is going to be it's going to have a female lead instead of a male lead. So, I don't know how they're going to connect the two. I don't know if it's going to be like now they're in college or something, even though they're like it's like over it's like 10 years later. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm not sure if it, there's going to be any link to the two, but we shall see. Maybe it'll be well, no, it can't even be his daughter. Like, it can't it's even not be the daughter time. because it's only 10. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's like the chaperone or something. Uh, who knows? We'll see. But, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm definitely going to see it. I don't know if I'll see, uh, will I see it in theaters. It's like nostalgia from the first one, though. Yeah, so maybe, I was... I think that gives you maybe the okay to go see it. Yeah, I think so. I Like, I mean... I, at this point, I feel like if I watch the original one, like I won't have that same feeling of excitement, like as when. Oh, you watch I it. actually did after an uh, after like this was about a year or so ago. Um, a group of us watched uh, the first one. Uh, it, this was like a and like an after like after a party or, it, or after yeah a or something yeah. But we were like still drunk and like decided to just like eat a like eat a bunch of food and watch project x yeah but it's like you still have that nostalgia like i missed out on that nostalgia because i never saw it like i never saw it when i was 17 and i was like oh my god like blowing my mind but the the acting and like the 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 comedy points and like it still has um it still has what's his face it has um uh not Seth Rogen, not Michael Sarah, but it has um Jonah Hill. That's Jonah Hill. Oh, he's in oh, I I don't even know who the cast is. Like I just all I remember is the Kid Cudi song was like the coolest song ever. The the Kid Cudi Project X. Or maybe remix. I'm getting it maybe maybe I'm just getting it mi- mistaken with Superbad. I think I you're, might be yeah, mixing up I think you're mixing up Superbad. <laughs> I might be mixing up Superbad. Yeah. But it has oh, you know who it has? It has um who was in the most recent Top Gun? Uh, um, fuck, I know his name. Um, Miles Teller. It has it has Miles Teller. Uh, although he's not like the lead character, I think this was like one of his first movies, um, or like second. But he's like has a, like a supporting role. Yeah, he's like the cool, popular guy that they want to come to the party. Um, okay, that makes sense. I just remember like being in high school and watching Blue Mountain State, like that TV show, which they're also oh, they're that's... also doing a reboot of. But going into college, I'm like, I hope college is like Blue Mountain State. Like this is gonna be sick. And yeah. UCSD was no Blue Mountain State. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh Jesus! I that re- should be interesting. How are they expected to reboot that? Like they can't all be in college anymore. They look way too they old. They are old. Like, like the guy even that, Thad, the guy what, that plays. What's Thad? his name? I don't know his Alan name. something. I have no I idea. It's Alan he, something. He's like fucking. We were talking about taking creatine. That guy's been taking some wink, wink creatine for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I think more than creatine or something. There's. I don't think he's just taking creatine. His, no. 
It went all like to his face and to like, I, I watched. He looks like a different person. No, he's in that. I think it's like an Amazon show, like Jack Reacher or something. I saw a trailer for it, and I'm like, holy mm-hmm. shit, that guy looks like fucking Hulk Hogan or like, uh, yeah. I'm uh, uh, whatever the body. The dude's fucking gigantic, and I'm like, that guy's taking a shitload of steroids. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm like. Don't say that. Don't say creatine because no. That would... Okay, I'm joking with you because of how you reacted to creatine <laughs> last week. Okay, so I'm looking at the cast of Project X. There's real uh, Miles Teller is the only one who's notable um, or who's stands out. There's a girl named Alexis Knapp. Uh, the main character is Thomas Mann. There's Oliver Cooper, Dax Flint. None of the like Jonathan I, Daniel I'm Brown. I'm looking at this. I don't, I don't recognize a sing- oh, other than Miles Teller. I don't recognize a single person. Apparently, Chet Hanks is a party goer in the movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I know who that is. Jimmy Kimmel just plays Jimmy Kimmel. Um, the fuck? He because they 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 make it like the party like hits the news or it hits like oh oh yeah talk yeah. shows okay, like that's yeah. how big it is to where people like the news and people are talking about it yeah i don't know it should be interesting i'm curious as to like the cast and how they're gonna do it but it might just be a completely different movie with like the same plot but just a, a female as the lead yeah oh well give us a review let us know if it lived up to the nostalgia deal will do um all right well we will end this episode there thank you all for listening um let us know if there's any you know reboots that you uh, anticipate going to see um because for some reason it's like the era of reboots yeah yeah they don't really got too much to work with we'll we'll reboot project x Mm. that'll be a it'll be a blockbuster line by line yeah scene by scene <laughs> scene by scene yeah they copied me every bar <laughs> he stole every all right bar. everyone okay. wait what i'm that's it's a meme like he stole every bar line by line what's that from it's i don't know it's some meme i think okay i think it's i think it's every bar boy, line by line meme hang on, on hang on okay we'll end it there after nick he Fine. stole my whole flow. <laughs> yeah, you're um. <laughs> hey, copy my whole fucking flow. Oh, word for shit. word, bar for bar. Oh, <laughs> hey, I'm going to send it to you. You definitely have seen this before. Right. Send that to me because I'm putting yeah. that in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's so much <laughs> Saying it about who? I don't know who he's talking about. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> that's hilarious all right well okay. don't don't steal every line uh what flow by flow what does he say don't steal his whole flow line by line bar for bar <laughs> line by line bar for bar don't do that yeah. all right on that note thank you all for listening and we will see you next thursday cheers Bye. <laughs>